Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hager. How you guys doing? Doing pretty well today, Chris. Um, nothing, you know, I, before we get started, random tangent, nothing is better than just Boy. working for some old person and doing yard work and getting some cash. Right? How you spent your day today? That's how I spent my day. Since 8 a.m., it was like, I, I just woke up from a little nap. Both of us did, actually. We're the sleepy guys today. Um, we need to get warmed up yeah (laughs) a little groggy get the jaw going um we i woke up at 8 a.m me my friend riley we helped piece this this guy move and had a great time got got some the, the the sweat the sweat flowing you know the elbow grease we had to move a washer and a dryer so that was a pain um and a Got a nice hundred bucks out of it, so it's a great way to start my weekend. And now I'm excited to talk about some uh, NFL championship game. Yeah, it's I I will say like it does feel good to do like physical labor sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I could not do a job where I was just like that's what I did. Yeah, but every once in a while, Mm -hmm. like helping your dad out with a project or something like that, it it feels good. Oh yeah, and just feel like a man. Not yeah. to be sexist, but no, right. very manly. Yeah, put some hair on your chest, right? Yeah, it does put some hair. Yeah, I, I, it is. It's always great. Um, I'm sure my dad, if, if he listens to this episode, he's like, "Well, he doesn't like it when I when I ask him for help." My dad doesn't hand me a hundred dollars afterwards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's get into the games. And before we start talking about them, shout out real quick. Um, or if you if you've noticed, we don't have a thumbnail for this episode. It was because our chief graphics designer is on a flight to the AFC Championship game right now. Um, oh wow! Yeah, he just left for Charlotte midday. Um, hopefully, he's in Baltimore by now and has a safe flight. Um, and hope and maybe we'll get a thumbnail by tomorrow. Who knows? But he's gonna enjoy the game. Excited for him to enjoy that game. So, just shout out Lambo. Let's uh, let's get, let's talk about his Ravens. Ravens versus the Chiefs. Um, huge news that I got alerted right before we started this episode is that the Chiefs are losing. Uh, learn not Joe Thune, former Pats guard. Uh, he's not going to be playing in this game. That's a huge impact. We talked about Matabuke last episode. How we can get in the inside and sack sack quarterback. Um, a, re- a replacement for him is going to be huge this game. Yeah, I mean it's it's not great to lose your starting left guard, um, not just any starter too, like a pretty damn good one mm-hmm. against the number one pass rush. In the yeah, yeah, we had to. <laughs> we were informed we were on Twitter by we were... Ethan, who's who's in the comments already. So I feel like we're playing under some pressure right now. Oh, oh, yeah. He's that? already, yes, he's already called Better us out. some real appreciation yeah. for the Ravens. None of this, oh, I guess we'll give the Ravens. As if. <laughs> yeah, as if we haven't been giving the Ravens. As if I didn't have them as my preseason Super Bowl team. <laughs> yeah. The, the but, fact. yes, it is. It's not great. Um, and, like, they get Mark Andrews back, so it was, like, it was a double whammy, kind of. Mm-hmm. I get, like, 
they're not lining up against each other or anything, but having just another tight end back likely has been awesome in his absence, and now you can use both of them. Um, it's not great. No, it's not great. And the the injury report is is long for them. Not only that, they're using Derek Nada, which I don't know if he's had a good season or, or how old he is, but Sky Moore's out, a wide receiver that they thought they were going to be able to use against Buffalo. I don't know if they have anything. Um, a couple... Yeah, that does not... Yeah, no, it really is. Um, like Tony's questionable again, I think. and like, They I want him out, right? I'd rather him not Yeah, they, they want him. They don't want him playing. Um, but they, yeah, this is this is good good for the Ravens. Um, I mean, they had Mar uh, Marlon Humphrey full participation, uh, and Rockison full participation. So they 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 should probably play. I'm guessing if they played on Friday practice, they're probably going to play in the the AFC Championship. Um, and yeah, it looks like the Ravens are just getting healthier. Uh, big injury report for the Chiefs. But that being said, still Mahomes in the playoffs. What's the what's the line again? I don't have it up. It's up to four now. Ravens four? laying four. Wow. Four. And it was what, three and a half? Went up. Why does four feel so much bigger than three? I guess because it's not a field goal. Yeah, they it's when, right when you get away from the field goal territory, it's just like it's always it makes it so much hairier. Um Looking at it right now, I didn't know the Lions was a seven and a half point underdog. Um, yeah, we got to make some wise picks today. Looking at this game, what do you like? What do you don't like? Hey, like, I can't in my right mind go against Mahomes after mm. these last two weeks, and I've sat here in wild card round. I took Miami to beat them because I just thought that this each team was broken. This was the year that they finally don't do anything in the playoffs and they take the shit out of the Dolphins. Next week, it's Buffalo's year. <laughs> finally get them at home. First road playoff game for Mahomes. It's still like they find a way to win. And I was very adamant that like that was Buffalo lost that game, right? And yes. The reason they lost is because they're frauds, not because Patrick Mahomes is their daddy, even though he is. Mm-hmm. But still, because of that, like, I can't, I can't take, or I can't pick against Mahomes anymore. I can't do it. Like, so you're too I can't scarred. Give that pick out. You're too scarred from. I the can't last. lose to him three times in a row. No, you really can't. And. Oh man, Ethan's gonna be so mad. He's already fuming. I can feel. But I also can't go against my Super Bowl pick. Like, how could I just? How could I flip? I know, I know. It's uh, you're in a tough. I could just take. If I just took the Chiefs plus four, and it kind of covers me either way, right? Because you're not betting against Mahomes, but you're also thinking the Ravens can win the game. And I like you're in you're in the particular spot where I think the four. The four helps you because, you know, three-point game. Like, you in this scenario, you technically you want the Chiefs to lose. But you're then also still not betting against Mahomes. You're kind of covering your ass. I think the plus four has to be the way to go. I guess Because so. I think you are covering your ass. Because yeah. 
Did you say I could see be this closer. being an epic game too? Yeah, so can I. That I is, could see it coming down to a three point game. Like yeah. I could see Tucker hitting the game winning field goal mm-hmm. at the end of this game. What's the weather going to be like? Is it going to be chilly again? I don't know. What's it like in? I mean, you're in Maryland. It's seventy right now. Yeah, I was going to say it's warm everywhere right now. <laughs> Weird, but I think it's going to get back down to the forties. Not as cold as last weekend. No, not nearly as cold. And I don't know. Let's I let's throw that out the window. I think both these teams can play in the cold. I was just curious. It might rain. Ugh, rain uh, would make no, this so lame. Game. I don't want it to rain. Yeah, forty-five. Could be no rain. Oh, it does say what rain expected for Baltimore City seven hours ago. Yeah, it's just the morning though. Okay, so we have in the comments we have Ethan begging over here, um, <laughs> saying that losing uh, Derek Nada also helps their bad run defense get even worse. That is true. Their, their run defense is not good, which is going to be uh, a struggle for them. And I think really, <laughs> you're saying a wooden bet against Lamar. Um, Resumes are a little bit different. <laughs> say again. The resumes are a little bit different. Yes, the resumes are a little bit between Lamar and definitely. And uh, I would definitely not compare the two. I, the I'm just now I'm stuck reading these chats, and it's very funny. Mahomes over under one and a half tampons this game. I, I think it depends on his wide receivers at this point. It, or if there's if there's a bad the, play, no, well. it depends on the referees. That's true. Yeah, 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 that's true. All right, I will say like. This is like completely unrelated to the game, but I was just thinking about like pictures of him crying and stuff, and for some reason that made me think of like his family and then Taylor Swift. But okay. the thought of Taylor Swift going to Baltimore is really funny. I just I wanted to mention that, that yeah, yeah, it's like I, yeah. such like like I like Baltimore because I you know it was the closest city to me growing up. Uh, I don't think anyone's to disagree that it's a dump of a city it's it's funny because it's like taylor's you know she's text probably texting travis like, like hey can like any way i can skip this one no you really, you really <laughs> can't i'm sorry you, you gotta you gotta fly up uh the nfl need you travis needs you um and you know they they should get kodak in the other box though Kodak Black needs to be in the other box. So you seen the meme where it was, it, it might have been one of my friends that just made this because I haven't seen it on Twitter, but it was like, I like our guys, and it's a picture of like Mahomes, Jackson, Brittany, Taylor Swift, and then at the bottom it's Lamar, Kodak, Stavi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forget who else, but it's so funny. No, I have not seen that. But it's that just is- such like a ratchet fan base. <laughs> group of people whoa 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 like in the, it is it's not i mean i mean i root like i root for the phillies and that's a ratchet group all right you're covering yourself that's all that matters <laughs> i like baltimore and like i would wear that i would wear it in his badge of honor that taylor swift would not want to come here i'm not saying like Ugh, like baltimore no I, yeah i agree Ratchet. Ratchet was too aggressive of a word, I think, but I think you'd know what I mean. Like, a little rough around the edges. All right. 
Well, while all this was going down, since it's only a couple games this week, I was searching through the player props that I like. Um, and what I came up with for this game is I like Isaiah Likely over 21 yards and a half. Because I think even though Mark Andrews is back, um, that could be they, – they could use him as a decoy. They could still use Isaiah Likely. They've loved Isaiah Likely out there. Um, I think he's big in this, this passing game and the way they like to move the ball. So I still like him over 22 yards. Um, I like MVS over 15. Just get him that one catch for 30. So he needs a one catch. I catch it. Yeah, he's just got to catch it. Um, and then Mahomes over 27 and a half rushing that's yards. That's also like, that's a torturous bet to have and watch. MVS, 15 yards. It's like waiting for one ball. Yep, waiting for the one deep ball. Because you know he's not getting more than like two chances. Nope. Yeah, probably not even more than one. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous bet that is hit plenty of times, though. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hit last week. Are you you regularly take it? Um, with a with a line as low as fifteen, I'd regularly take it. Um, what, what was the rushing? Mahomes. I interrupted. Twenty-seven and a half. He runs in playoff games. He's gonna get. He he, he can Not get out of the po- get out of it. I think in a tight situation, he can get out and scramble for thirty. Yeah, and he's gonna be under pressure. Yeah, as we miscalculated in the in the last episode about the number one pass rush. <laughs> but that that that's another one where that could come on carry. Yep, I can come on one. 20 yards, 30 yards. Yeah. Against Miami. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, and like, um, I always think about the Texans game a couple years ago. I know that's like a while ago now, but like, he looks like the, the pocket's completely collapsed. He had like some 80-yard run um, for a touchdown or whatever. Like, he can, just, he can just find a way out of the pocket. And if I'm going to bet, uh, like, Lamar is 67 and a half rushing yards. Like, that's ridiculous to bet. And I know it's, it's probably more likely to hit, but it's it's just I don't, it's a huge number compared to I like the I like trying to find the smaller numbers that get um that get overlooked and then just play. Let's see, what's uh what's Zay Flowers touchdown at? Find out. Find score. Anytime. Uh, Zay plus one seventy on DraftKings. I like that. And do a plus two hundred. Grab that at plus two hundred if you want. Ooh. I'll write that down. Uh, wait, it, DraftKings has a boost that's Chiefs to win and Travis Kelsey forty yards boosted to plus three fifty. That's a nice bet if you're betting on the Chiefs. You like that's a gimme, right? If you're already betting the Chiefs money line. <laughs> You gotta bet that, right? Yeah, what is that boosted from? That's uh, wild. Yeah, it's gotta be boosted from something with an alternate line. So it's gotta be pretty good pretty good money. Yeah. I don't know. That's strange. I wonder what... Uh, this is gonna sound crazy. I wonder what Dalvin Cook's rushing line is at. Playoff Dalvin. Playoff Dalvin. We, that's something we didn't uh, mention in the last episode is that he looked amazing in his like three carries with the Ravens compared to his um, 
his whole career with the Jets. I still can't believe that he just literally fell off the face of the earth. I know. And then, like, the team was just like, yeah, we'll give you up for another team in the playoffs. Here you go. Like, we, were, we, we really don't care that much. Um, Pretty strange. All right. Were you able to look at any other ones? Matt Abuke um, to record a sack. Kind of plus, scrolling through now. Plus 142. Matt Abuke, sack. Now that Tooney's out. I don't know. Yeah, I you love him. Sack. No, I know. I just think that's sad. I do love Matt Abuke, though. Fantastic. Kicking props. Rushing, receiving. Likely's uh... line is only at 21 and a half. Yeah. It's because Andrews is coming back, but... Yeah, but, I mean, they're not going to use him as... Andrews' line is way higher. It's like 36. I mean, both of those feel low. Yeah, both those do feel low, and both of them can break it, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think I, likely with 30 is way easier than Mark Andrews getting the most for it. Mm-hmm. Right. On the Gale game... just needs 20. I think I think the wise pick of the week, and it, it's everyone's gonna all the all. I already hear Ethan typing. I hear him typing right now. I think it's gotta be Chiefs. <laughs> I think it's gotta be Chiefs plus four because it's the perfect cover for you for this week. Right. Well, do you agree with that? Like, yeah, no, I think it's gonna be a close game, and I think okay. getting four, like having the having that extra point move, I think helps us in the scenario, and I think that's what we want. Yeah. So I think you're insane if you bet against them. Honestly. Yeah, I I think you're. I think you're insane if you don't pick. Like I think I don't know if you're betting for the Ravens. Like I I don't mind the the Ravens money line, but I don't think the Ravens covering is a smart bet. Mm-hmm. All right, so our wise pick KC plus four, and. Not wise pick, but we'll throw him out there. We had Isaiah Likely, MV, uh, uh, over 21 yards, 22. Uh, MVS, over 16 yards. Uh, Mahomes, over 28 rushing yards. And Zay Flowers, plus 200 touchdown. All that together. Let's, uh, Sweet deal. Yeah, let's parlay it up real quick. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what the, what the odds are. I'll do it right now. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Likely. Boom. All right. Plus 3,500 is our parlay. You add them all together. So, yeah, you can get some big money off this if if you want to take it. And even if you don't like the wise pick, you want to bet the Ravens, bet the Ravens money line on here. Um, it is still plus twenty four thousand. So pretty meaty parlay. Switch it around. You can workshop it. Um, I like it a lot. No, not twenty four thousand. Twenty four hundred. Twenty four hundred. Yeah. Many. Um. All right. Right. Anything we missed in. on this game? 
Do you want to talk about the uh did you see the Nothing AI so. Taylor Swift stuff? Yeah. That the fans are making. And apparently she's No comment. Alright. Alright, no comment. Apparently <laughs> there's been some AI. I saw that she's getting thinking about taking action. Yes, I saw that the, she was thinking about taking action. It was it was a little much. Even for Twitter. It was it, it was, was foul. Much. It was very foul. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very foul. I saw it and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's just uh, um yeah i think we'll just leave it at that and go to the next game but like it's also ai yeah that's the other thing i don't know how that's like allowed to sue someone for oh i don't know that's the thing right i mean i guess that's the whole ai conversation how do you protect these famous people like that i don't know i think if you're famous you just take the punches but it's not real like it's no i know i know yeah, I know, and it's not even like it's a. Uh, I don't know. Let's let's just leave it where it's at. We don't want Swifties against us. All right, <laughs> last thing we need: Ethan and the Swifties on us on Twitter. <laughs> Deadliest combo. Um, also, I will say before we move on, you can tell that they're nervous. Ravens fans, it's because they're getting antsy. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, because they're getting antsy. Yeah, uh, you can tell. You can feel the anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I a thousand percent agree. All right, what do we like in this game? I don't know any injury stuff. I don't know if Debo's playing. I haven't seen him on any line, so I haven't. He turned the practice yesterday. He'll be out there. Yeah, he played. Um, yeah, he said. What about weather? Important for this game. Let's check it out. We clearly did a a lot of prep for this episode. I know. (laughs) Uh, 66 and partly cloudy. Which is not good for the Lions. No, not good for the Lions. You want to play in the rain. Yeah, you want Brock Purdy in the rain after last week. Uh, clearly that was a, a good yeah. sign for... And it just plays your strengths running the football. So. I mean, I guess the Niners can run it too with McCaffrey, but... You want to shorten the game as much as possible if you're the Lions. Long possessions. Agree. Chew that clock. Less chance, or the less time that the Niners have the ball, less points they can score. Yes. Simple as that. Simple as that. Um, as we said... Simple game, Dan. As we said in the last, last episode, I think it's very important for the Lions to get the ball first. Um, I think it's very important to get the, the, the Lions up a touchdown on that first drive, at least a field goal. Um, you want this Niners team playing behind. You want them a little scared. And you want to be able to control the football, as we said. You want to be able to run the football um, and play the Jared Goff style that, that you want to play. Um, hmm. All right. What... What do we like? Seven and a half is a lot of points. It is a lot of points. I think the Niners are going to roll them. It just feels like one of those games where like the Lions have kind of gotten by the last couple weeks. I mean, last week, like they looked good. Um, only won by one score at home against the Bucks, though. Barely beat the Rams. 
and the Niners are coming off like one of their worst games, and they're just not going to look like that again. Where it feels like they like no one's surprised that the Lions have looked the way that they have the last couple weeks, and even though they're winning games, it's like they're not playing a dominant brand of football. Where I think if the Niners are at their best, then this game could be a two touchdown game. That's where I'm at with it. And I hate I hate it because I love the Lions. And I would love to see them in the Super Bowl. I think they're just going up against too much firepower. Yeah, I think so too. There's too much firepower. There's too much it's and like or is Kyle Shanahan really going to fumble this situation of going to the Super Bowl again? Yeah, I'd be surprised. At home, too. I think, yeah, I think the clock's hitting midnight. And it, it's... I just think, like, we've been talking about this team all year. It's the Niners game to lose. Yeah, it's the Niners game to lose. Yeah. Which is the issue. So and, that, like, that worries me a little bit in the sense that, like, all the pressure is off of San Francisco right now. No one thinks that the Lions are going to win this game, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Other than the Lions. And they know that. But they're coming in. Like, they're already playing with house money, having made the playoffs and hosted a playoff game and won a playoff game. And now they've won two of them. So, like, they, they have nothing to lose. This is a success of the season. 49ers, it's not a success of the season unless they win the Super Bowl. So, like, yeah. that part would make me a little nervous as a Niner fan because if you're down a couple points at halftime, things are going to start getting tight. Um, but I think, I think you're right. There's too much firepower on this team. And I don't like as much as, as much as I like Aaron Glenn and think that this defense has, has made some good adjustments this year. I don't like, I just don't think they have the dudes. And I'm worried there's going to be the Jared Goff pick. Um, it's probably going to go to someone like Fred Warner. Um, it's going to be like, oh, the, the, you know, the San Francisco defense is so back. And it's like, um, and if that happens early, specifically if it happens early, that's going to be huge for the Niners and huge for just, um, yeah, the, 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 do we like, I mean, golf interception here is um, minus 130, 134. I mean, it, it could be another situation like last week where at the end of the game they have like a last-ditch effort out of four points. He throws a stupid pass. Yeah, that's true. The I like his over on passing. I think he goes down with the ship. Off? Yeah, it's over. Well, but the thing, like their formula for winning is not letting Jared Goff cook. I know, but if that it does get him. But if it gets hairy, they're going to have to result to it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't like it. And if we're, we're, if we're taking the seven and a half, we have to take the props based off the seven and a half, I think. That's the best way to do it. Okay. And Yeah, I guess that's true. If we think it's going to be over a touchdown game near the end, then golf's going to have to be going down with the ship again. That is true. What's his total at? It's uh two fifty five and a half. 
That's a pretty high number. The total, the game total is high, fifty-one. Yeah, Brock Purdy's two seventy-five. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like I mean, that. Yeah, at that all. just shows how susceptible the Lions defense is. <laughs> it's true. McCaffrey's rushing prop is eighty-six and a half. Anytime touchdown is minus three sixty. <laughs> oh God! Did he get one? Did he get one last week? Didn't he get like two? Yes, he did. He had the he had the last one. Mm-hmm. And he might have had one earlier in the game. For him to get 40 yards, it's minus 1,400. <laughs> Just rush If we're doing the 7.5, should we take 49ers first drive touchdown? Plus 145? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's dig into these numbers real quick. Yeah, I like that. How often score on there? First, gotta be a site that has this. Also, in that same sense, Laporta over forty-eight and a half. I like that. I feel like he just like. I think he's always making plays on eight downs. No, and I was screwed last week because I thought. Oh, he was gonna come back, and you know he was a little injured or whatever, and he, he they played just fine. Feed him. Uh, they love using Laporta. Um, I like his receivers. The Niners numbers are so inflated, yeah. though. Like I hate all these Niners numbers. I know. Anytime touchdowns are ridiculous. Well, the receiving Evo props and are both like even. I guess what I you receiving line is. 68. 80 and a half. What? George Kittle is 62 and a half. I feel like if we took all of those unders, we'd make money. <laughs> until, until, until they dominate and they have like... Yeah, until it's like... Debo and Ayuk have 100 <laughs> and like halftime, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a crazy stat. Okay. 49ers have been very good in their opening possession of each half, scoring 14 times the first time they've had the ball in the half. Of those 14 times, 13 of them have been touchdowns. Wow. That was in week... December 16th? Uh, week 15? Well, all right, let's say they're basically... It's basically a coin flip that they score on their first drive of the half. Since when? And this season, oh, okay. at this point, based on this article, mm-hmm. and okay, let's see, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, 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 fumble, punt, touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt, touchdown. That's pretty crazy. I think that's a good bet. All right, I like that. So what is it? 49ers score a touchdown on their first drive. Yeah. What's the line? Uh, let me find it again. Plus 145. I, while looking, it's funny because I just keep finding Niners line or uh, Detroit lines that I like. Josh Reynolds, plus 400 for a touchdown. Isn't he questionable? Oh, is he questionable? That would be nice. Yeah. I know. He's. Cleared to play though. All right, sweet. 
Josh, I mean, like, questionable in the playoffs is almost always like it is yeah they're playing. That's why I'm so shocked that these how those guys get ruled out. Josh Reynolds is uh, the only thing that scares me is that he got a touchdown last week, but uh, they yeah, uh, Jared Goff loves them specifically. He was on the Rams, mm-hmm. he loved them. Then he went on the Titans and did nothing, um, and now he's back on the Lions and he's scoring touchdowns to Jared Goff. Um. I do, I do still like it. I think in a pinch they throw to Josh Reynolds, and uh, I think he could get a touchdown mm-hmm. this game. I wouldn't put that I, I, if we do a parlay for this game as well. Like I'm not going to put that in the parlay, but I do like it straight up. Just a nice plus four hundred. Throw it in there. All right. Um. What else do we want? David Montgomery, 30-plus or 40-plus yards is only minus 130. Seems kind of weird. I like that. Alternate line. The only... I mean, I don't know what his total is. 42-and-a-half. I mean, he hasn't gone... He's gone under that twice in the last three weeks, but other than that, he hasn't gone under since October. Yeah, but those have been the playoff games. That's what's scary. Those are when Madden's. What about Jameer? He's at 47 when I'm looking at things. I have him at 50 and a half, which I don't think is good value. No, I don't like that at all. 74 last week, 25 the week before, 30, 43. This is a fun one. Three out of four last game. Jared Goff over one and a half rushing yards is plus 118. (laughs) Last week, was the first time, I think, almost all season he had rushing yards. Um, he ended the game with positive rushing yards. So I don't necessarily like it, but it's a fun one if you want to get some plus money off a pretty – like. That's another one that's torture to watch. Yeah, that's definitely torture, especially if they – Because you like, think it's so easy and he just never runs. He either never runs or he gets like three yards, and then at the last – like if they're winning, last play of the game – Two minus two kneels mm-hmm. at the end. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that is brutal. Aiden Hutchinson to get a sack. It's minus one twenty. I was just looking at that. I like that. All right. Bosa to get a sack. Yeah, minus one seventy eight. to get a sack. Maybe put him both. Wait, that's what you have it at. One seventy eight. Is I have Bosa at minus one thirty to get a sack. Ooh, okay, let's do it. <laughs> the Lions have a good line, though. Yeah, but you know they're going to get to golf at some point, right? He's going to tuck it in, mm-hmm. do a little fake punk fake, not throw it out, collapse on it. I can see it now. Oh, I mean, but Nick, no, oh, we got to see Nick Bosa's stats against white quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I, I, I gotta see what that's looking like. Um, I I do like Hutchinson to get a sack too. I don't know if we can put both on there, but yeah, I like that. I like Hutchinson to get a yeah. sack. Um, I got him at minus one twenty. You got any better? Uh, mine was minus one fifteen. So, okay. Yeah, he has five sacks in his last three games. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. 
so what we're doing with this has none Osa has none in his last three games yeah he's he's due (laughs) he's due Dude. Love that, like with the trends, you can just you just flip it for what you want. Whatever you like, want. If he's on a hot yeah. street, it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'll continue. And if he's not, and it's he's due. Yep. Like, there's just no logic. Behind. It's so good. It's so good. All right, so we're having, and we're doing the wise pick: San Francisco minus seven and a half. I think so. I think it's the way to go too. Yeah. Which is sad. I don't like picking against the Lions. It it's a bummer. Sad. Yeah. I don't either. But, yeah, I think it's the way to go. So, as a recap, we have Jared Goff over 255 and a half passing yards. Sam Laporter, Laporta, not Laporter, over uh, 48 and a half receiving. Niners to score on the first touchdown drive at plus 145. Nick Bosa to get a sack at minus 130, and Hutchinson to get a sack at minus 125. Um, and if you're feeling spicy, throw in a Josh Reynolds at plus 400 touchdown. Um, that's that's what we have. Do, do you have a? Did you make it as a parlay by any chance? No, I didn't. You have the other the alternate lines that I that I didn't find. So you make it, and we'll see what the final. Um, Final tally is for this parlay. These are fun parlays, I think. Sacks. I think we made some some fun ones. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's locked. Ethan wants us to take Ravens minus seven alternate spread. <sighs> and Adam, don't worry, we're getting to Ben Johnson later. He's not a. He's still a candidate. <laughs> but, uh, he's already talking about the twenty twenty five Super Bowl. Led by the commanders. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. Ben There's a Johnson lot of coaching news. Drake May. Oh, they get they're locked, and then as soon as I go off the page, they come back. I have to wait. What was golf's total? I have them at two fifty eight. Two fifty five. They're listening. What was Laporta's? Forty eight and a half. Okay. Never mind. All right. So that would. Oh, and I have to throw in the game line too. Let's go Niners minus seven, just so we don't get burned on that half a point. Okay. That would give you. Oh, my picks can't be parlayed. Why not? <laughs> Let's come back to this. I'll figure right. this out. Yeah, you figure that out. We'll keep talking. But this is a sham. I think this game can go one of two ways. Either it goes Lions are up almost the whole game, fending for their uh, fending for the lead while the Niners are trying to come back. And or it's a Niners two score game pretty much the whole time and yeah. the Lions are trying to crawl back. Does that sound is there any other scenarios that I'm missing? I don't think the Lions will blow them out. I don't think I don't think they'll get completely yeah. torched, but um, of course, there's a scenario if they punt on that first drive, I'm going to be very nervous the rest of the game for Jared Goff. If they don't get a stop, if they get down seven nothing, it's trouble. Yes, which sadly we bet a, we bet four, but um, we're, we're betting how we how we think it's going to go. So that is what we got. We'll get you with the what the parlay is after 
Chris figures that out. Sacks but, aren't in the same game parlay. No, that's annoying. Section for some reason. It should be. Uh, maybe they're. Maybe they can't. Oh no, you can't parlay. I'm in DraftKings because I'm locked out of can't FanDuel. Do, can't do it on FanDuel either. So I guess Sacks can't go in. Right, well, that's a load of crock. Yeah, that is a load of crock. They're just trying to. They're trying to rob you of money. Remember that. Um, <laughs> If you can find a way to have that into same game parlay, way to do it. Um, so they're also I, both around like even odds. So if you just take them as separate legs, yeah, I would. I think it's still a good play. All right, let's go to some coaches, shall we? Yep. So, so far, we of course talked about Gerard Mayo. Um, I don't think we talked about it. We talked about Antonio Pierce, um, and. Mm. Since then, we've had every job besides the Seattle Seahawks and your Washington Commanders filled up. We've had the Carolina Panthers get Dave Canals as the new head coach. He was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator. Um, he's now into six-year Guy. contract with the Panthers. Yeah, he'll last two. I was going to say, good luck to this guy. Um, I, I like that's been gone through this with an owner like that. These guys are they're insane for taking this job. This was the hardest job. Like no one was wanting to do this job. Yeah, they wanted Ben Johnson. He wasn't coming here. But no, he's only he's not going to settle for anything less than a world class organization with a really good general manager and and smart ownership and group. Burgundy and gold. That's, that's just full of winners. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's one of the openings left. <laughs> oh, when he takes the Seattle job, all of Washington. No, they're going to get Dan Quinn. Why do they want Dan? Bring him back. Uh, didn't, the Bring commanders, him back home. didn't the commanders interview Dan Quinn twice? Three times, actually. Oh, my God. They love Dan Quinn. No. Uh... I've, I've pre-sold myself on Dan Quinn. Well, we're I not even on you yet. We're still on Dave Canales. Love him. <laughs> we're still on poor Dave. Can't. Uh, poor I didn't even know that Dave Canales was like a candidate for these jobs. Neither I guess not. it makes sense though. Like he revived Baker. Is that all it takes now? Like it's gotta be it's like one good offensive oh, yeah. coordinator year where you revive a a, a yeah. bad player. I mean, look at look at Bobby Slowick. Like CJ Stroud had a good year, and now he's yep. Canada. He won't get a job this year, it looks like, but Eric Bienemy's never gonna again. get a job. No, I think he's screwed. But he's kind of in that situation that Ben Johnson is in right now where like he was so deep in the playoffs every year and then everyone just got impatient. He though is He also never called the play though. He also I he's got to interview terribly. And uh, that wasn't there something where like he was I don't know. You would know more than me. Wasn't there something about the, him in the locker room? Yeah, no one liked him. So there, there's got to be something with him because he's at if anyone has deserved it, stat based off, you know, statistics wise, it's hmm. got to be that guy. But um, he, he's not even a, like it well, seems like but a like now, candidate. like the offense, the commander's offense was worse than it was last year after he took over. So maybe maybe he's just a bad coach. No. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. Like they also didn't have much 
putting him in a position to succeed, but like he definitely didn't do a good job this year. <laughs> Outside of like the first couple of weeks. And like Reed called the plays in Kansas City. Yeah. I know I I'm aware. Yeah. But I think I think if they were not in the AC championship every single year, he would have gotten a job. Because he fair. could have been hired quicker. I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um poor Dave Canal still can't get two sentences about him without training for thought. Um the Panthers are just like I think they're. Just, what do you know about Dave Canal? I don't know two sentences that. about this guy. I can't. I can't give you two sentences. <laughs> I I can give you that he worked for Seattle and he worked for Tampa Bay and he was at USC, California, um, and USC. And that's all I know about him. And now that he now he has six years to get fired from the Panthers. That's, that's what I know about. Him. Um, hopefully he can turn Bryce Young. Guarantee around. it won't take that long. It definitely won't. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't hate the hire. I don't. As no, little I, as I know about him, I like. I'd be all right with it. Yeah, you can sell yourself quick on this guy, um, and he's. You know, I think he, it was the Panthers' goal was just to get a young head coach in here that wasn't a washed up head coach that kind that the owner can control I mean, you, a little bit, um, <laughs> and that's that's how they're gonna do it. If you look at head coaching hires, I think offensive guys have a better track record. Like if you just look at the list, definitely of guys more recently that have been hired. Right, and like the top, the people that are like the most impressive in the league, like obviously McVay and Shanahan, mm-hmm. are ones Andy Reid. I mean, right there, it's a pretty, pretty good group. Well, and you look at like the Dan the Campbell's Titans, just like a dude. The, the 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 Titans they hired Brian Callahan, who was the offensive coordinator for the Bengals, and that's another guy who worked. I mean, he worked under what is it? Zach Allen is the head coach there, um, and he was a McVay guy. So now it's just kind of like offspringing of McVay guys. Taylor. Zach Taylor. But does Zach Taylor not call the play? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if he's calling the plays or not. And that that's the other thing with these coaches. Like we don't know exactly what they do on this. He call. called plays. He can't we don't he didn't call plays. Oh, but I guess Zach Taylor didn't call plays for the Rams. Like they did, and then he got hired by the Bengals. So I don't know. I don't even know if calling the plays matters for a head coach. So basically what we're trying to say is we know nothing about coaching. Oh, I know literally nothing about it. No, I, I know mean, nothing about coaching. No, and I don't know anything about Brian Callahan. I don't know anything about Dave Canal. I mean, like, freaking, like, Dan Campbell's not calling plays. Harbaugh's not calling plays. Like, those guys are just dudes. So maybe that's what matters, is just having a dude. It's having a guy that can motivate the I mean, player. The Giants thought they were getting with Joe Judge. Yeah, that's true. So basically, I feel like that's the only thing is like when that doesn't work, it's like it's so much worse. When the dude doesn't work, like Urban. Yeah. Yeah, because Urban was a dude. Because at least when these guys don't work, they had some sort of offensive plan that they were gonna in- implement, and like maybe and they'll go back to being a coordinator, probably a successful one. Yeah, I agree. Like the, that's Raheem Morris is what happened to him, and now he's a head coach again. 
Yeah, they they all get reestablished himself. He's also worked on both sides of the ball, which I think is impressive. I don't know how common that is. So let's just go to there because we actually know stuff about Raheem Morris. Um, The Atlanta Falcons, they were the front runners for Bill Belichick, signed Raheem Morris yesterday. Um, It seems like he is a. It seems like he is a vet that's been around. He was with the Super Bowl uh, champs, Rams. Uh, he was a defensive coordinator for them. Um, and he's been a defensive coordinator for them since that Super Bowl run. Um, and now he gets he gets a shot at being the head <clears throat> coach again. I like the hire, I think. I think, it's, uh, I think it's the way to go. It looked like that the owner really wanted Bill Belichick, but the general managers didn't want to give up that power to Belichick. Mm. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you want, like, does Bill Belichick want to work with these Falcons guys? Like, that's probably what, why Bill Belichick is not in this cycle. Um, it seems like he might not get a job in this cycle because he has, you, it seems like you have to get Bill Belichick the GM and Bill Belichick the head coach. Right. When you hire. I'm not hiring a 72 year old general manager. No, I don't think it's, I, I think that's what a lot of these teams said. And, it seems like he could be on TV next year, which is pretty crazy to think about. Somebody said that he could be the defensive coordinator for the Commanders. Oh, did someone say that? Ben Vrabel on the short list. So now it's Vrabel as head coach, Bill Belichick as DC. No, either of them will be DC, not both of them. So neither of them are head coach or DC. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No. They work under Ben Johnson. Okay. By the way, by the hey, by the way, Raheem Morris is another 2013 Redskins member. I know, know, know. (laughs) but he was the best coach. I'm pretty sure they sucked. Well, it does. Hey, it's all in the graphic. It's all that matters. I know. Well, maybe he'll suck again as a head coach. I hope he doesn't, because he seems like a pretty awesome guy. Jalen Ramsey said that he it might be the best coach in the NFL. He so I I've been listening to a ton of local radio as they track this the head coaching search and Raheem Morris is a guy who's in the conversation for the Commanders, and they've talked about him a little bit and apparently he's like loved around the league, like everyone that plays for him loves him. You, that's that's yeah. important. He's gonna be he's he dude. Yeah that that that's important. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have hated if they hired him. Like, I could, I could have definitely got. And he's, he seems like a type of guy who, like, the first press conference he gives in Atlanta, they're just gonna be like, "Oh my hell yeah, this guy, he's gonna have us ready to go." So we're in. I'm in. You fired me up. I'm in. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, the last big fish, Jim Harbaugh, going to the Chargers. Um, it was funny, right? This happened right after our last pod and right before our pod, yeah, uh, my, <laughs> my roommate, Mike, who is a Michigan fan was like, eh, you know, I don't know South why, Carolina. I mean, he is a South Carolina fan, but like, I guess he grew up as a Michigan fan and like, yeah, I, I know. I get it. Trust, trust. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, um, he was like, you know, I don't know if it's a lock of him going to the NFL. Um, and I looked at him, I was like, you know, he's taking interviews, right? Like, if he's taking <laughs> interviews, he's not going to – I feel like he's going to pick it up. 
Uh, and he he did, also tried to negotiate an immunity clause with Michigan that he couldn't be fired. Really? Yes. It was like pending any NCAA punishment to not be fired. Well, that's why he wanted to leave. He was just trying to get all this. Oh yeah, and it makes sense. Stuff off his back. Yeah, it does make sense. It yeah. does. But they want a title. So who cares? Yeah, and he, he gets to ride out on top. He'll, he'll never have to buy a beer in Michigan. He'll never have to buy anything in Michigan, honestly. Um, yep. And he'll own that city forever still. While hopefully having a great roster and um, taking a team that desperately needed a real head coach for, for years now, um, a quarterback who's been like cursed with terrible head coaches and Offensive coordinator changes and this dysfunction. Yeah, so to bring some stability to the the Chargers is going to be hard. It's a curse franchise. Yeah, um, but it is. Yeah, it's like a serious, like the unstoppable force versus immovable mm-hmm. object. The culture change of Harbaugh that effect versus, versus the, the timid or not timid, <laughs> but the the rancid culture. Yeah, the rancid culture yeah. of the Chargers. Yeah, so I hope it works. I'm fascinated to see how it plays out. I do too. Yeah, why not? Because I'm tired, like and I'm tired of seeing this Herbert. Like we've already talked about it throughout this whole season, how we painted the Herbert crap, and all these nerds love Herbert, mm-hmm. and it's like I just want to see him win some games. You know, I just want to see him win some games. And there's yeah. so many been there's been so many excuses for him that now that Jim Harbaugh's in, the excuses out the window. I don't care if it's his first year; he's 60 years old. Um. He, he should, as they said in this article that you sent me by, um, what, what's that, what is this what place called again? The Zoom or whatever it's called? Then? The Zone, yeah, yeah. It says, it's the final step that will hopefully lead them to win the Lombardi Trophy. This should be the final step. We've been waiting long enough. Win the Lombardi Trophy? Yeah, no, I mean, they need I to mean, win some playoff games. about winning playoff games? Yeah, and, or being... Uh, a stable franchise for 17 games. <laughs> a real team for 17 games. Just having like a normal season. Yeah. That would be nice. That and is the other thing. Like with Harbaugh, you're not having a normal season. Yeah, but at least it's... At least, I, like, at least it's the Chargers though. And like, you know you're not going to get one anyways. You're going to get some random Yeah, stuff. that's fair. Um, I like that hire a lot. I think it's the best way to save what you have left of Herbert. And and what you have left yeah, of Herbert can be you know ten years, like we can have ten years of Herbert. Um, oh yeah. So you you got to salvage that and and get the best out of him. And Jim Harbaugh is the guy to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone like saying that they don't approve of this hire. Yeah, I don't know who's going to think that. Like, he was successful in the NFL. He was great in college. Um, and like people underrate how successful he was in the NFL. Like he was a very good NFL head mm-hmm. coach. Um, yeah, he made a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he and his winning percentage in the NFL, I'm pretty sure, is like north of seventy. So, yeah, love that. Uh, we have some more comments. Et about the the Sorry. the coaching six year contract is good. They have no first year mm-hmm. and their team sucks. Let them grow with Bryce. Year one. Year one thing, and they know that it won't be a one year thing, and they know that. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a one year thing, but year three, if he's not winning games, that uh, David Tepper is, we've seen, um, 
pretty rash with his coaching. I don't think he's going to last all six unless he's good. But um, I do think six years, like, I, I think that's what all the head coaching, like, he's a young guy, lock him up for six years, why not? I'm, I'm sure they're not paying him, you know, anything nuts. So I don't mind the six mm-hmm. years. So Seattle, you think, is Dan Quinn. What is your, right, what is this Washington fanfic we got going on here? What, with Belichick as the DC? Let, let me, yeah, let me just hear it all. What's what's going to happen? Well, that I mean, that's about it. That, that was the, the fan. So, but what's what's going to happen is they're going to hire Ben Johnson um, after the Lions get beat Sunday. And he'll probably be the head coach early next week. And the rumor was he's going to bring in, his name is Hank Fraley, as the offensive coordinator. He's the O-line coach right now in Detroit. Uh, talk about a dude. Hank Fraley is a hoss. I just like looked him up. I was like, oh, I could get behind this guy being our offensive coordinator. But Ben Johnson will be the offensive coordinator. Oh, this dude is a hoss. He looks He's like not. he works at uh, the pawn yes. shop in Vegas. <laughs> He's from Gaithersburg, too. Nice. A, Bring him I home. Like, I don't know if this is how, like, I don't know if this is how all areas and football teams are, but I feel like Always, we're talking about like, oh, this guy's from like Maryland or Virginia. We got to bring him home. <laughs> like, always. Is that how? Like, are other cities like that? I don't know. I mean, I there's no professional team. Maybe like, there's the only... just a lot of talent that comes from this area. Well, yeah, there is. There's a ton of basketball talent. There's a ton yeah. of football talent. Um, I think like it's you know it's different. You know, we've I've grown you've grown up in Maryland your whole life. I've been i've grown up in maryland my whole life and then only spent time in a city that doesn't have another professional team so everyone loves the coming home stuff for carolina guys like coming back to carolina mm-hmm. but uh i don't know like i don't think panthers fans are like spread like i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know like in 10 like in 10 years if Be- if beamer's on the market for the panthers job are they gonna be like bring him home like, i don't know that's wishful. Uh, I mean, I actually, I wish you would just, I mean, probably just stay at the head coach. Um, yeah, wishful thinking for Panthers. Anyway, um, yeah, that's, I think that's, he's like the odds on favorite at this point. I actually got a text tweet that Ben Johnson is now minus a thousand to be the head coach. Next head coach. He's pretty locked uh, Dan in. Dan Quinn is next. And Bobby Slowick. Mike McDonald. Slowick um, is a he's a Redskin 2013 fan, right? Or uh, staff member? Right? Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, yeah, he's just really young. Like this is his first year being a coordinator. Yeah, I think that ben would Johnson be a pretty rash decision. Year. Yeah, get Ben Johnson in here. Uh, it looks yeah. like. I mean, it looks, seems like all Washington fans. All Washington fans uh, are gonna love it. Ethan's asking what Dan Campbell got. For his, uh, He's asking what? What Dan Campbell got for his uh, first head coach? What like contract? Yeah. Well, how many years? Um, he signed a six-year deal. I don't like. I knew nothing. Really? Yeah. It seems really long. I think that's just coaches. what they do, man. I, I, like, think about what they do. Rivera for, got a five-year deal. Think about what they do for, for college. It's always four years. It's always four or five years. 
It's never shorter than three. I feel like six feels a way more than four. It's like businesses. in college, four years is perfect because that you get your guys in. That's a whole recruiting cycle. And the NFL, like four years is, I feel like it's plenty to prove. Six is like, like if you don't know after six years, what are you doing? Yeah, but they never make it past these six years. Like you're acting like they always make out these contracts. Only the good ones do. That's what I'm saying. Like if they're going to get fired anyway, like if they're good after three years, they're getting an extension. If they're not, they're getting fired. Well, I don't, that's it. look, I mean, we can, same thing with the quarterbacks, right? That's just how the business is. I guess. Yeah. That's why well, I, I don't care. Money. <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah and, and that's the other thing you gotta think about there's like a all these out. all these money is just burning away is all these rich white people who own the state the team yeah so. it's it's not real money yeah um they're playing with monopoly money honestly all right let's change over to a different sport i think we exhausted our nfl discussion for the day we had some nba news that happened between we were supposed to do it last episode but you know it got too long doc rivers well first of all the bucks fired adrian griffin after 34 games or 44 games i think um they saw enough they saw that they weren't going to win the championship uh they saw that their their team was was struggling with this coaching staff and they cut bait struggling is being the two seed in the east yeah that's true but if they like look, 30 and 30. I will say though, they had apparently from all the reports I heard is that they had the general managers and the front office attend practice to see what Adrian Griffin was doing. Um, <laughs> and dude, it, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. Go to a wizard's practice to see what they do. What do they do? What are they doing? <laughs> I, what are they doing? We'll get to them later. There's, there's a couple things there. The, but they decided that enough was enough. Uh, they brought in. I think really what the the issue was was that the players didn't respect him and the players didn't listen to him. Yeah. So if you can't get the players to buy in, then there's no hope of winning a championship, and there's no hope of keeping this this coach. And honestly, I think it's a respectable move. A lot of other teams would have let this flame out. To say like we screwed up. Yeah. Let's just get rid of him now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think a lot of teams go ahead and you know try to. Like, oh, we have a championship roster. We have Giannis. We have Dame. Um, we could try to win this anyways, despite the coach. But to to have the balls to, to just fire the guy and get a real adult in Doc Rivers. Say what you will about Doc Rivers. Um, he gets players bought in, unless it's James Harden and, or Ben Simmons. And, it, I mean, and. Guys are anomaly. Yes. Got, well, I mean, James Harden's actually been pretty good. But let's see if he doesn't make an all star. Let's see what happens. Um, but did you see the the day they fired Adrian Griffin? The Bucks in their pregame doing like a conga line, celebrating the the demise of of. of their yeah, play. that was a tough look. That that's disrespectful. Really that's got yeah. that that's a little too far. Like you can hate the guy all you want as your as your coach, but like come on, you're gonna dance on his grave. He's literally a human being. Yeah, honestly, he's a human being that wants another job in this league. Um, but I don't think they ever should have fired Budenholzer. Yeah, I don't know what it was like in the locker room, but you'd want a finals. Like, doesn't that give you a few years? 
I guess the NBA is so whack. Like Dwayne Casey got fired the year after he won Coach of the Year. The, the year he won it, like it's just, he accepted it as a different coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wild. It's a wild league. So I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. No, I saw it. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And then, like, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, it's the NBA. Like the Cavs did this with the uh, blot. Yep. Yep. They. Uh. It's it's a it's a brutal league out here and. It seems, I mean, clearly it seems like they regret the decision. Like they, they've had to fire their coach and get another guy that's, that's been doing mm-hmm. podcasts for the past couple months. Um, I think Doc Rivers is a, is a good replacement for this head coach. As, as I'm sure Sixers fans will laugh um, and say, mm-hmm. no, no, no. But I think comp, like he, he's going to get them bought in. He's going to get them fired up to win a championship. And he knows how to do it. Like, we've seen him win a championship before. Um, I know it was 2008, a long time ago. And he's had plenty of good rosters that have been uh, blown 3-1 leads since then. But when you look at it, he had Kawhi and Paul George, always injured. He had Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul now, we've seen him. Him and Doc was like a perfect pairing. Talk about the two biggest chokers in the league. that's, That's the best you could get. That's where it all started. Yeah. And then, then he had Ben Simmons. He had James Harden. Uh, he had to deal with, and, and I guess I'm giving a bunch of excuses to a guy that like I've rooted against for the past three years and called him a terrible head coach. But I, you could, you could see why his team's messed up and why he failed. Mm-hmm. Um, but this team, like this, is a is a championship roster, as you said. They're the two seed. Um, I don't know if he coached against the Cavs or not that first game but no i don't think he did because i saw a stat that was like the Cavs are going to play the bucks three times in 10 days and they could have a different coach for every game <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know who coached that last game that'd be pretty funny whatever they that is the intern it seemed like the biggest besides the locker room was the defense of the way that they used the defense and apparently they didn't like how they used the defense mm-hmm. this time. Um, and they, they, they have this Brooke Lopez where he just kind of like zones out in the middle of the court. And they weren't really doing that. So I think that's what Doc's going to go back to. And yeah. Other coaching changes. It, in- the craziest, oh, the craziest part of this to me, though, is that did I see this correctly? That he's signing like a four year deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's the full head coach. He's this is no interim. Like that in the middle of the season, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think so either. I nor have like, I This isn't an extension. No, yeah, this he was not on the staff. I think it's like it, it's I think it's extremely weird that they got someone completely out of house and that was doing broadcasting for the NBA. He was working for ESPN. Um I know he was on Bill Simmons yeah. pod. Uh, every three weeks bill simmons almost was in tears that he lost him but uh the was he really and not in tears but he was upset that he lost Doc. um but yeah it's a crazy story that happened and i i I hope it works out because they're they're gonna be eating a lot of money on coaches if they had to fire him as well yeah you want to talk about another that part was great coaching change that happened in the NBA. The Wiz. The Wiz. Wes Unseld yeah. 
Uh, it got promoted. Don't. No. Yes. They stuck him in the building somewhere because his dad is a legend. <laughs> if his if he wasn't junior, he would be on the streets. Right oh, streets. Not like not you. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know exactly what you mean. Be homeless, hired, and not given a new job. Oh, okay. Like literally homeless. <laughs> um, Begging on the streets sorry, of DC. For phrasing it like that. You would not be given a front office role. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're 7 and 36. Like, I don't think he can really say and complain about that move. Uh, I love what they're doing in the front office. I feel like they're just like, there are no games, no games, no carnivals. Um, feels like they're actually running a legit operation. I, maybe we'll finally get a new rotation. Still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it was. Coach. Yeah, we'll last see. night there wasn't a new rotation. It's pretty wild. Um, I will say Marvin Bagley has been awesome for this team. <clears throat> like they have, they've completely flipped his season around. He had like season his career all year. And, well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. He's an all star next year. Let's give him the minutes. All right, you know what's hilarious too about the Wizards is that you know that they they this is like world class level of terrible basketball. Like this is all, and it's oh, yeah. on purpose. Marvin Bagley last night or yesterday, yeah, last night, sixteen minutes, fourteen points, um, and he wasn't playing a minute over sixteen. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Because they want to lose. Mark Bagley gives you 20 and 10 every night. They've lost enough. A win that here and there would be nice. Like, this is this is unacceptable how bad they are. It's pretty bad. Like, you can be bad on purpose and not be this bad. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the, the pool thing has just has not worked. Well, the fire sale's coming. We've already gotten reports. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. Well, because no one wants Kuzma. I don't. I saw. Yeah, I think Tyus is gone. I think Gafford's gone. Which makes sense. That's okay with me. Get Gafford on a. I think not. Okay, as I a. I think he's he's a good backup on a, a contender. On a, I was just gonna say. He's so athletic. As a Celtics fan, I hate this because, you know, I'm looking ahead, but uh. Daniel Gafford to the Nuggets makes perfect sense to me. They don't have a big uh, – their backup is DeAndre Jordan and then a bunch of rookies. So if they get yeah. a vet that can play defense, get boards behind Jokic, and he can score. He knows how to score. So uh, I, I love Gafford to the Nuggets in some sort of package. Yeah, I can and then see that. Move, Bar- move Bagley right to the starting role. Let him start the rest of the season. Let him cook. He's earned it. Um, did you see the thing about the reporter that they took away the credentials for? The Wizards did? No. Yeah. It was this, like, independent reporter. He's been covering the team since, um, his bio says since Paul Pierce. So it's been a while. And he tweeted something about, there's a billboard that the Wizards put up that didn't have Tyus Jones on it. He tweeted something about, like, how that could mean that he's going to get traded something like that and Tyus Jones like retweeted it with like 
an emoji. And Ted revoked his credentials. Like, go to the games. I love it's, it. it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't love it. And this is the but, day uh, after he wrote a whole letter to the fans about why he, it's the right decision to move the team to Virginia. Oh, this guy's the worst. So, not, uh, no. This guy's the worst. Yeah, it's tough luck. Tough luck. What I hate about the Wizards is that all I've heard about this draft class is how bad the top is. It's terrible, yeah. It'll be bad for the next three years, though. Like, they'll have... Well, I was listening yesterday, and they had David Aldridge on, and he's like, as bad as they are this year, they might be worse next year, and they might be even worse the year after that. Like, you guys that complained about mediocrity, they're not mediocre anymore. They're bad. That's good, though. really bad. That's good. It's good, yeah. It's like it's good. Yeah. It's it's a necessary, um, it's a necessary evil for the law. Lo- it's funny. I, this is we, we we win the class discussion, and I guess for you work discussion last time. But uh, you know, when you're when you're doing, I, I was learning about international trade the other day, and if uh, and if you want a free trade agreement, you know, it's gonna it's gonna impact you in the short term. There's gonna be some losses. Might be thirty seven of them, mm-hmm. and seven wins, but uh. In the long term, it's better for everyone. Creates jobs everywhere. Right. So this is this is the free trade of the Washington Wizards. Long term movement. Uh, the the youth it's, movement. The only thing is, like, if they did this three years ago, it could have been a lot less painful. When you would have had a lot more better players on your team, like now. So, but like the. It's okay though. And, I'm willing to sit it out. I got other stuff going on. And you have like. The, the big cap figure, almost the kryptonite of the mediocrity, the, 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 the embodiment of it all in Bradley Beal is, is gone, and he's meteorocering another team. Um, and I think that, that's the biggest asset that the Wizards have, is that he's gone. Yeah. It is ref- like, the extension never should have been signed. The fact I remember no doing trade the clause. podcast on that day, and I was like, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh. so you don't think Kyle Kuzma gets moves? I think they'll shop around and if they get a deal that they like, then they'll flip him. If not, then wait till next year or the year after that. Yeah, I think he's stuck. No one's trading for pool, which sucks. Nobody wants pool. I don't think I really thought that was gonna work. I don't think anyone wants Kuzma either. I'm not gonna He's a good scorer though. That's true. That's true. And he's a big body. Like Jordan Poole's not a big body either. Yeah. So like you can't even post him up. Um yeah. Celtics. I guess we'll give a little update on them. They finally did lose a game at home. They lost to the Nuggets. Um they're I think thirty and one at home. Maybe that's maybe that's too many. Mm. No, that's way too many. That is too many. Yeah, they're twenty. They're twenty and one. They're twenty and one at home. Um, that's that's pretty insane. Yeah, it was it was getting there to be. I think the the highest home record has been one loss at home. Um, so they're mm-hmm. they're they're now only able to tie. I'm pretty sure it's the Spurs, one of those Tim Duncan years. Um, but they're still they're an I mean they're they're still a fantastic team. I think they need. They need someone to replace some Pritchard minutes because 
Like when they're playing the Nuggets, Pritchard can't be out there. Too small. I'm sorry, he's too small. He can't get his shot off. He doesn't play. Everyone drives past him on defense. Um, and he's going to be when when White and Holiday are out, and that guard spot is going to be the most important spot in the playoffs. Um, and I don't know who they can get because this team like adores each other. This team absolutely loves each other. Mm-hmm. And when you mess up a chemistry like that, it could be hard midseason. Um, I don't think they do anything at the deadline, honestly. They might wait for some buyout guys that they could get if they can get any because these aprons, like they couldn't, they couldn't get a Kyle Lowry. I wouldn't want a Kyle Lowry anymore, but they couldn't get one if he got bought out by the Hornets because his cap number's too high. They couldn't get a Kelly Olynyk if he got bought mm-hmm. out. Um, these aren't guys I want, of course, but these are just numbers that I know. Um, you don't want Olynyk back? Not really. I don't think Olynyk has any purpose on this team. Um, and the big thing is yesterday, Porzingis, in the big win against the Miami Heat, he twisted his ankle. And went I, down. Yeah. Good. All right. Safe Celtics' latest injury report signals good news for Porzingis. That's good. We need. He's the most important factor of this team. If he's mm-hmm. not healthy in the playoffs. When he's on, he's unstoppable. Yeah, and this team has figured out a way where for 40 – how many – it's like, what, 48 minutes in a basketball game? 48. Yeah, so for 46 minutes, they know how to use him perfectly. Um, what scares me is those last two minutes. Um, yeah. The last two minutes with the Celtics team takes the it, – it, right when it hits two minutes against a close game, against a, a real championship-level team, all of a sudden the clocks turn back to 2020 and or, 2020, or 2019. And it's Jalen and Jason hero ball – um, it's terrible threes. People aren't moving. People aren't driving. Porzingis is stuck in the corner, just how they used him in Dallas. Um, that's what concerns me with this team, besides the Pritchard minutes the most. Is that those last four to five minutes in a close game, they result back to the bad habits that they've had their whole careers. And it's on, it's on Missoula and the coaching staff to get that out of it. Um, and it's on them to watch specifically this Nuggets game that the Nuggets treated it as a freaking finals game. And the Celtics late in the game, they, they, treated, they treated it like a finals game for 45 minutes. Last three minutes, they treated it like every other, I mean, I guess they did treat it like a finals game, like every other final game that they played in, where it just results in the same crap over and over again. Um, I know I'm sounding nitpicky. This team is fantastic. This team blows out teams every other game. Well, um, yeah, I was, I was talking about this last night as we were watching the game in, in my apartment, and it's like, as a Celtics fan, it's I'm sure it's awesome to watch your team win this many games, and like just watching good basketball is fun, but at the same time, you're just waiting. I don't care about the regular April. season. I don't care. Why would I, you? No, and, and the... Yeah, I, I agree, because this has been... As joyous as it's been being a Celtics fan, um, the past, you know, you know, ever, forever, being a Celtics fan has always been good. Um, but when you look at these teams, and they've they've always had the right excuses. You know, they've always been a year too young. Um, and last year wasn't there was no excuse last year. But the the teams have not been able to perform in the playoffs, and they always 
crumble at like the worst times and it's always like this heartbreak in every series even if it's not the series that they lost it's always like seven games for no reason or three games they shouldn't have lost um and so you're right watching all these games it's great they blew out the heat by 30 in miami yesterday that's a great sign all the miami heat players played um they were fully healthy but come you know even if they're the eighth seed Come April, I'm going to be petrified of seeing Scary Terry on the Heat, and I knowing what they can do. I knew you would be in shambles over that trade. Oh, I hate Scary Terry on the Heat. I already know in a playoff <laughs> series, like he's scoring three three pointers against killer. us in a playoff series, at least yeah. at least once this year. If we play him in the playoffs, he's yeah. going to score thirty plus points. Um, and I I was arguing with uh, Aaron Barton we've had on the pod and he's a hornets fan of course and he was telling i was saying that the hornets are dumb for they got a protected first round pick and they got kyle lowry back congrats um they just gave the heat like their secret weapon come come playoff time and they already have hamayaka so like you already know i'm scared yeah yeah you said all the heat players played one didn't yeah, you're right. I didn't realize Hame didn't play. I'm looking at it right now. You're right. Hame didn't play. Um, yeah, I, their best asset against the Heat is Porzingis as well. Because Porzingis can spread out Bam and make mm-hmm. Bam kind of irrelevant. Yeah, it's not a great matchup. That. Look, Bam was going right at Porzingis a little bit. He does, he does have some soft nights to it, of course. He, uh, him and Jalen Brown, though, have been, did you see <laughs> Jalen Brown made them a nickname? What? Cookies and cream. <laughs> they, like, they're the boys, apparently. Like, <laughs> apparently they sit on the plane together, and it's funny, because Jalen, Jalen's always been separate from Jason. They've never been, like, mm-hmm. boys. They've always been great co-basketball stars. They've always been co-all-stars, lead the team together. But they've never been close, and to see Jalen have a have a teammate that he adores is, I think, good for the Celtics. Especially and now that he has the extension, I guess it doesn't matter. But last year, it was all the talks of like, oh, you might hate this team secretly, <laughs> stuff like that. So, luckily, that's all out of there. It seems like this team, and and they they want to win the chip more than I, I think they want to win the chip as much as the fans do. So they know what's on the line here. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, they they know what's on the line here. Um. But again, there's no there's no real update until April when it comes to the when it comes to the Celtics here. Yep. The Knicks did blow out the the Nuggets last night. Do you want to mention that? They blew them out by thirty eight points. I don't know what that means. Scored seventy. But what? Embiid scored seventy. Embiid did score seventy. Yeah, and the more the more important story of that night is that. Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 and got benched in the final two minutes of the game. Um, and then his coach came out afterwards and said... Um, ripped him a new one. Yeah, ripped him an absolute new one. And said that they played immature basketball um, and that's not the way they want to play. Which is true. You can't, lo- you can't, score, you can't score 62 points and lose to the Hornets. Yeah. Right. And apparently... Yeah, that's true. Apparently, reports I have that at halftime, the 
the Timberwolves locker room saw what Embiid was doing and was like, oh, we got to get Carl Anthony Towns to get 72. So that's a, that, that, that was probably what they were, what the coach was referring to. All right, what else happened that night? Oh, no, the next night, that's what I wanted to talk about. Another Gigi Jackson masterclass. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> that's all I want to mention. Uh, he got another 17 points. 26 minutes. I just love that he's getting Man, I mean, that's... I know, and first, I mean, second-round guy. Fell, I mean, this was the best thing. I was talking to... Um, I have, I have a, I'm, like, good friends with a security guard at Colonial Life. Name's Myra. Talk mm-hmm. every game. Because, you know, she's seen me the past four years. Um, and I was talking to her about Gigi. She was like, I think that it was the best thing that happened to him. Is getting basically like punched in the face here. Yes, that's fine. Um, and, it, and it looks like it's worked out. So, happy for Gigi. Just wanted to give a little Gigi update. Um, anything Great. else? Anything else you want to throw out there NBA-wise? No, no. I think we hit on... All the major stuff. Yeah, there wasn't a, there wasn't that many and many trades that went down. Besides that, um, but it does look like the trade deadline could get a little feisty. I mean, all these moves. I love seeing all the moves happen pre-trade so. deadline. You know, because hopefully that means like yeah. there's some fire coming uh, on the actual deadline day. I will say before we get off NBA and close this podcast, right now the teams in the playoffs for the East are like peak. Playoff NBA teams. You got the Celtics, the Bucks, the mean? Sixers, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Cavaliers, even the Heat, and then the Magic. That's all good basketball right there. What'd you expect? Well, I don't know. Like you know, this could be a random Bulls team in there, or the Hawks. Or, but luckily, there's not as of right now. Bulls are a disaster. I'd rather be a Wizards fan than a Bulls fan. <laughs> Bulls are a disaster, but. They they've seemed to have struck something with Kobe White, and uh, it seems like they're going. Remember when move. they were the one seed for a little bit? Yeah, last year, right, right at the beginning of the, the season. Was it last year or was it two years ago? Might I think two years ago was the Wizards run at the one seed. Remember they were the one seed for like <laughs> yeah. Now it's for games. ten games though. Yeah, the Bulls was like a decent way into the season. Yeah, I think it was a good quarter, like a quarter of the season. But they ever, they, remember they they had a terrible record against five hundred te- or plus five hundred teams. Yes. They need to get it's rid of Levine good, and De- DeRozan and Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Just completely blow up house. Um, it seems like they're getting calls on them, but they need to make a move. I do think I like this. I, yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I like it as a Sixers fan. The Sixers have a lot of ammo they can move around because of that Harden trade. They got a bunch of expiring contracts that mm-hmm. they can get rid of. Um, if they can get a DeRozan or a Levine on their team and keep a Tobias Harris and a Maxi, mm-hmm. it could be a pretty scary. Maxi's not going. No, no, Maxi's not going nowhere. But if they can keep Harris and get rid of like some of these mm-hmm. this Marcus Morris, Nick Batum contracts, you can you can add up to Demar Derozan and Zach Levine pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I hope they don't I like do that. Batum. But fourth quarter, like, why the fuck Batum? Still the craziest bar of any any rap song. Poor poor Nick Batum got completely driven by on that play. Um, all right. 
have, I guess I mean, we could predict trades, but that's lame. That never works out. It's always grand. What is the deadline? Uh, I think it's February 8th. If I pulled that out of my ass. Oh, okay. Sick. February 8th. Boom! Calls the wise guys nice. for nothing. Let's go. Cool. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, but there's no reason to talk about fake trades. I don't like talking about fake trades. They always come back to bite us <laughs> in the ass. Let's just wrap it up, I think. Right? Put a bow on it. Yeah, let's put a bow. All right. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed. I think we covered it. We hit, we hit, a, we hit a lot this episode, so I hope whatever you were hoping to listen to got covered. And we'll see you all on There's No Game. The game? We yeah. want a game also. All right. No, no, no. We'll see you guys next Tuesday, 5, 5 p.m. I don't have a game on Friday. Or a game on Tuesday. So Tuesday, we're back. We'll be recapping the championship. Um, and looking, I guess we're not even going to be looking ahead of the Super Bowl because we'll have two weeks too. So we're, we're going to be in that barren period. Yeah, we'll do a few minutes. Yeah. So. See everyone then. Thank you all for listening.